Wow, that was a great tune. That was. That was a good time. Uh, that was Gene's Connection by... <laughs> oh, we can't say his name. Um, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's an anonymous contributor. That's right. He doesn't want to be identified. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't believe it that somebody wouldn't want full credit for... For Such a masterpiece. It's a great song. He must be a professional human being. Yeah, he's like, ah, if this gets out, then I made this fucking song. I think he doesn't want to get sued by Webster. That's oh, right. Oh, shit, maybe. You know, whoever wrote that song. Yeah, that's true. The Emmanuel Lewis match. Did you ever hear our pitch? Uh, <laughs> no one calls him that that knows him. He demands when you're around him, please, call me Webster. Call me Webster. <laughs> Can you imagine the opposite of anything so any, awful. any actor ever does? <laughs> My name is not Webster. Like, Guys. <laughs> Screech, please. Okay. Guys. It's so annoying. Screech. Has to be the please. most annoying hey, thing. Just call me Magnum PI. <laughs> Did a lot of episodes. Nobody really calls me Tom. <laughs> just call me Mag for short just if you want. Call me Jeez. Well, we hope you had a great Christmas. Did you have a good Christmas? It was outstanding. Good. Oh. Good. Did Santa yeah. bring you all the stuff you wanted? Uh, no. No, yeah. but uh, you were disappointed in Santa yeah. this year. I still hold on to the belief that he's he's real, and I, only I I pray to him, and then that's nothing. <laughs> Matthew, <laughs> you pray and you pray. Matthew, he's so real. You'll never know. So real. Yeah. Uh, so jeans. Yeah. Guess what? What's we're up? Gonna, we're going to Washington D. Sizzle tomorrow. D. Sizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Washington D.C. at the D.C. Improv. Tom and I. There's together. a show tonight. Holy monkey! We're talking about. I thought we were on our way today. No, no. There's a show tonight. <laughs> tonight, tonight, the 27th through 31st. If you're in the DC area, come see Tom Segura and I perform New Year's Eve and all week around. And all week it. at yeah. the DC Improv. You're gonna love it. And then uh, Anchorage, Alaska. I can't believe I'm going there in January, but I am. I'm so scared. January 17th through 19th. Platinum Jacks with two X's comedy club <laughs> in Anchorage, Alaska. Always got to make that spelling funny. <laughs> you got to do something. <laughs> Add a couple X's. <laughs> yeah. Like the comedy connection. Connect. Yeah. Uh, January 29th through February 1st, the Kansas City Improv in Kansas City, Missouri. And I have a new website. Uh, check it out, ChristinaComedy.com. Little revamp. I had to refresh. You know, I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a 37-year-old jeans kind of gal. That's gangster. I, I kind of change it up a little, yeah. What about um, what about you? You have a big thing tonight, right, Matt? I do. Yeah. Uh, any listeners are in Portland, Oregon, Definitely. like I am right big time. now, um, tonight. Uh, yeah, come see uh, myself, Ian Carmel, and Ron Funches at the Mission Theater for the first annual coldest and darkest time of the year comedy spectacular. <laughs> That's a great name. That's awesome, Thanks. man. You we always had a... name things superbly. Thanks. We had a great showing in Portland. I know Portland folks, if you want a, a break from the family tonight, yeah, yeah go it's, see it's Matt, Friday. Ian, Ron. That's a great show. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. That's awesome. So check them out. I'll be in Portland um, in February. I'm going to Helium in Portland February 6th through the 8th. And um, I added some dates if you want to check them out for 2014 at TomSegura.com. So that's okay. that. Um, oh, Twitter, at Christina P, at Tom Segura, and yes. you are at, at Matt Bronger. Brat Bronger. B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. Just at Just Bronger. Bronger. It's a no, Matt. German last name. Yeah, huh? it's a German name. Yeah. Mm. We made um, a point of telling you this. We are in the process of upgrading our studio, yes. and we're doing it with your help. So here's all we're asking you to do. If you listen to the show and you like the show, 
and you want us to people keep asking for video so we've basically um bookmarked all the little things we need to get to take the studio to the next level matthew got it up here sure um, above your head i mean we've above already done that by adding these christmas lights these lights are noticed. amazing it's pretty awesome yeah, yeah. So here's all you got to do. What we decided is that for the whole month of January, um, anything that is purchased on our store, anything you uh, contribute, donate, if you want to buy one of the things, anything you get for us is going to go toward, that money will be put aside to upgrade the studio with cameras, new mics, um, there's a new monitor, and also the software that um, that we found to basically operate kind of cut between all these cameras during the show. So a really cheap way to do it, if you want to really contribute, but you don't want to spend a lot of money, you can get one of the bonus episodes. We just put up a new bonus episode. Oh, yeah. They're $1.99. You can get them on iTunes. You can get them on CD Baby. So you spend two bucks. If even a fraction of you all did that, we can get all that shit in a month. Yes. Yeah. That'd be so, awesome. Easy, and way, easy way to do it, right? Sure. It's Two a, bucks. It's a great yeah. episode. A uh, lot of action. We got a special top dog call on there that you're not going to hear in the regular episodes. That's right. Because it's so special and so major. Yeah, it's a real major. Uh, full charge guests on it. We also have some deep, dark secrets that Tom and I reveal about our marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. It's intense. I mean, maybe some you want to hear that. Yeah. It's like a Super Soul Sunday episode. All That's right. right. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. So there's that. Um, please do it. Go to your mom's house podcast dot com, and that's it. Uh, let's get this show going. What do you say? Let's make it happen. Let's do it. Let's party. Here we go. Moms, Webster. moms, and these fucking women—they'll drive you nuts with your emotions and whatnot. And I know it feels like you're never gonna love anybody again. But trust me, there's millions of girls out there that are dying to meet a guy like you. I see them every day. All right. No, I'm so special. You're damn right you are. You're handsome and smart and a hard worker. And let's be honest, white, that's a huge plus nowadays. Go ahead and get a blowjob. This shit is big time! <laughs> Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stash! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. With Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. <laughs> Bonger, you love that clip. I mean, we all, everybody knows you're a white supremacist. And- <laughs> How did you find that clip of me doing my alter ego talking to my nephew who just got dumped? <laughs> Uh, I know, it's pretty special. So that, for those of you who remember, that's Tony Soprano uh, coaching AJ when he gets... His son. <laughs> let's, let's make it clear to people who don't know son. the cast. Telling his son... Go get a blowjob. Get a blowjob, and also, it's a big plus that you're white. You're white. <laughs> and, uh, it's a big thing these days. Yeah, exactly. You're just grabbing yeah. for anything. It means a lot. Anything. It means a lot. <laughs> just like uh, the, the cross strata of, uh, oh, of the, of the upper classes, most of them are white. So, uh, I don't know if that works for you sexually. That's so great. Yeah, well, he's dating a, a Puerto Rican girl. He is. And she dumps him because she has like a baby and a baby daddy and all kinds of trauma. Yeah, so. and and Tony couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, and then they later regret that they're happy about AJ dun- getting dumped because then AJ gets real depressed and the and Carmela is like, you know what? He was happy. 
He was happy with that fucking cockroach. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's what I'm saying in their terms. Matt, is that how yes. you would put it? Is that? Well, yeah, obviously. You just <laughs> made it clear that I believe in the supremacy of the white race. White, that's right. White power, everybody. Wait, and, isn't that the name of your third album is going to be? Oh, <laughs> no, it's a little. Whites only. It's, it's, it's actually a, a, a baker giving the Sig Heil, and it says white flower. Thanks a lot, everybody. <laughs> That's so uh, great. He, I, um, I think I stole that off a T-shirt. <laughs> Did you watch Sopranos? Were you into it? I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, uh, oh, she got really geez. into it. I've been, I've been catching episodes like here and there, not as many. But um, Tony spits a lot of racist shit a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Well, I th- it's, it's with that kind of show, and, and I don't know. It's like, it's like when you watch a movie that's set in the 50s, <laughs> and everyone's like, mm. now... Now, this black gentleman mm-hmm. is in my yard and trying to steal something. It's like yeah. that guy would say yeah, the yeah, N-word. Yeah, the yeah, guy would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that guy, like a mob boss, yeah, probably yeah. the most racist guy in the world. <laughs> yeah. He's That's a good. horrible person. <laughs> he has people yeah. murdered. Yes. Yeah. He cheats on his wife yeah. all the time, yeah, like as great. a rule. Yeah. yeah. Like we were talking <laughs> earlier about like how uh, uh, someone that Christina uh, knew uh, went to church all the time because he's like, if I don't, I'll cheat yeah. on my wife. Yeah. Like this is, this guy is the opposite of that. This guy's like, wait, it's Tuesday. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't fucked anyone beside my wife. Absolutely. Oh, shit. Right. I gotta go. I gotta, I'll be back in like two hours. I'm gonna get a hua. Yeah. A hua. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's yeah. like, but that's totally a horrible man. Totally horrible. expected in that, co- that community, the gumadas, right? Yeah. The gumada. You're, so, you're supposed to have a But then the brilliance of, of a show like that is all these horrible qualities and then you cheer that guy on absolutely yeah. you love the character right? well, I mean, like, and you, know. you, you kind of you, you empathize with him sure sure but it's yeah. one of those things where I, I know that was the big thing with like Breaking Bad how people uh, we're into that now we just hey, but, got into it we're in season shit. two well you oh. know you, you get a feel for what happened oh, oh so good you know but it's, it is someone becoming a horrible person yeah you know <laughs> and like just like Tony he's yeah. awful yeah, you kind of understand him, and you feel bad for him sometimes. Yeah, you root for him sometimes, but at the end, you're like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, he's like, yeah. In, the, in the real world, yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. all seen like bad guys in movies. We're like, "I like that dude." Right, that guy's crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know. But like, yeah. in real life, you'd be like, "That guy's." Yeah, piece I don't want to be anywhere yeah. near that yeah. dude. But honestly, uh, I I want to do a lot of the things that Tony does. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I want to have the stuff that he has, and I want to be a badass motherfucker. Um, there's only like one female character that I remember in, in the whole seasons that was kind of a bad motherfucker too. I wish they had more female mob, like Griselda Blanco or yeah, something yeah. was somehow yeah. in it. But <laughs> uh, but you want to be him a little bit. And yep. what's really scary, Matt, is that you know he goes to his shrink, and. Uh, a lot of what Tony says to his shrink, I've said to mine. Sure. Because he has a borderline mom, and my mother is exactly wow. like his mom, uh-huh. minus putting a hit out on me. <laughs> really? But, that much of a parallel? Yes. <laughs> and it's so fucking true. Like, Pretty I, much, yeah. yeah. Don't I? I watch the show, and I'm like, oh, this is, I, can, yeah. I can tell you what it's she's going to say pretty. before she opens her mouth. This yeah. is my mother to a T. Now, I didn't become a sociopath, thankfully, because right. uh, I go see a shrink once a week <laughs> to work it. Yeah, um, but, but anyway, I, so what you didn't say? have a Sorry. breakdown though. You know what I mean? Before yeah. you went to a shrink, you didn't have like a panic attack, oh. and you're like, I should probably. That was Tony's whole thing, right? Oh yeah, he yes, didn't yeah. Go, you know what? I got. Too. Let me check up. What's up here? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. what you did. That's what I did. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just started going to a, a therapist, mostly coming out of a, like a, a destructive relationship that I was in, mm-hmm. that I was getting out of, and just kind of finding my footing. But you're also just like, oh, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to check under the hood. Yeah, yes. this doesn't hurt. Yeah. When did you start? Like, how long ago was that? Probably like three years ago. 
within a, uh, a I'm with a different therapist now. But oh, um, okay. Did you love the well? Do you enjoy the experience, like the act of doing it? Like- Sometimes, most mo- mo- most times, it's it's always good for me. Mm-hmm. It, I compare it to going up and doing stand up. Like there was nights where you're like, I just don't want to fucking get on stage. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. You know, I don't want. I hate it right now. Right. You know, but every time you do, you always learn something. Right. It's always for the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you eat shit, mm-hmm. it's just for the best. You learn whatever. You you get a new bit. Yeah. Same thing with therapy. I always walk mm-hmm. out of there going, all right, all right, something new to think about. Blah blah blah. I'm glad I did it. That's good. That's it. Yeah. That's a positive spin on it. Mm-hmm. Did you have any uh, breakthroughs? Because I, I know for me, I my mother, I didn't know what that was growing up. I uh. just knew that she was a fucking bitch. <laughs> and I was like, why Why do I have so much anxiety as an adult? Why, uh. do, I, <laughs> why do I feel a crippling need to uh, eat a lot of food or... Um, sure. Uh, self-medicate or I was angry a lot you know so why like I, I don't know did you have anything breakthroughy like that for you I, like- I didn't get diagnosed or anything it was just like oh well here's something you should think about here's one way you should look at it you know, with this relationship with this girl oh was that what it was out the majority of I basically you? was like advised to just break all, all ties wow that, so was she those, was- that was one of those things where I, I was you know I kind of did you know, after I'd broken it off and, mm-hmm. you know, she just would just keep contacting me, keep, oh, so you know, and like finally was just like, look, under advisement of my therapist, I'm cutting all time. Like, do not really? contact me. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. And, you know, to her credit, she respected that and we never. So she that must have been. That she respected yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she must have been a, a, a doozy it in terms else. of what was going on with you and her. Yeah. Like what were we talking stock stocking? No, 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 it wasn't stocking. It was just like a, a, a on again on, and to you know it, I wasn't an innocent person. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just like yeah, we're just friends that fool around, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of knowing that she was way more into it than that. Oh, yeah. And when I would bring it up, she would freak out. She'd freak out and stuff and that kind of stuff. It's I mean it's one of those things I should have broken it off a long time before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then did your did your what I mean did your therapist go into like the whole why were you attracted to that kind of relationship part of it? No, not really. Really? Yeah. What kind of strength did you see? Well, it wasn't. It, it's interesting. It was kind of just a situation where it was just like it was just an attractive person, and we did have fun and stuff. Right. But it was it. The, she would do certain things like play games and like she'd pulled shit on people that was like really mean and just like kind of a really judgmental. Mm. You know, awful-minded person. A lot of times, you right. know what I mean, that's just like right. someone that kind of like was 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 very popular in like in like high school and and then right. on in a good-looking girl and like mm. couldn't believe that that status just didn't exist all the time. You know, I didn't even know she was aware of that. But oh wow, yeah. But you had that insight. I think that's about key. her. Well, I and it's I'm one of those people that like my senior high school. I was like, yeah, I'm the funny guy. This is great. And then I went to a tiny college and wasn't shit. Right. So I had that kicked out of my ass right away. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like in my adulthood, like, nah, you ain't shit. You know, mm-hmm. don't don't get that attitude about anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm I've been guilty of it, sure. But know. everybody is. But that's right, that's but, the thing is like everybody I think to some degree is, but like a lot of people won't admit that. True. You know? Definitely that, true. That like you need that you have those um your ego plays those games with your head, you know, with yeah. you, uh-huh. and then to actually call yourself out on things. Right. You know? That's so interesting. So basically, 
she's kind of a turd, but like a really pretty turd. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it's a horrible way to put it. Maybe. Maybe. This is It sounds like, but you know what? Yeah. Hey, I just read this Dr. Phil book. Yeah, called, you're really into this. I'm What's really it into What's it. Called? Okay, so it's going to sound retarded. It is. It's called Life Code. It's by Dr. Phil. I know, I know. He was on Oprah Super Soul Sunday. And he basically, this is for anybody, if you're in show business listening, or you, you work with lawyers Any, really, yeah. or uh, people that have egos, or anybody really on a fucking construction site, I highly advise you pick up this book. It's called Life Code. And Dr. Phil breaks it down for you that in the world, there are people like my mother, these borderlines, who are fucking, not all of them, some of them obviously can get treatment and kind of maybe sort of function, but there are people that are predatory that yeah. will take shit from you sure. at any means necessary, will trample on you, will fuck with you, manipulate, and connive. And how do you deal with those people? Yeah. So anyways, so people well, are turds. Like, well, and it's like after that, I went out with just, you know, a couple different people. And one of one of which who, you know, not a bad person, but very young and did that thing where, like, I learned how how social media could be the thing. Mm. And for both these, the, the earlier one and for this one, that would just someone that just writes, writes stuff on Tumblr or Twitter that you know is just to you. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, that's so uh, psycho. That's the, I fucking, that's the thing. I'm just like, Ugh. God damn it. You know? Like, I'm at the point now where, you know, I've been in a relationship for like two years now. We're pretty solid. And if she texts me something angry, I get, I'm like, look, even if I'm dead fucking wrong, you have to call me. Yeah. You don't get to... Because the thing with texting, when you text someone something, you rule the conversation. Yeah. As soon as I text you something like, Christina, I think you're acting like a real bitch these days. Right, right. You have to sit there and read it, <laughs> gather your emotions, <laughs> yeah. and then write... That, what are you talking about? Like, whatever. But to make a statement like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Even if you are yeah. being that way, yeah. it's horrible on my part to, to like text that to you. So I'm just like, look, I, already, I dated someone that would text me horrible shit. Wow. Just to bait you, kind of? Like to yeah, throw just, the hook in to you see? You know, just stuff like, I, I know you don't give a fuck about me. Oh, yeah, shit no. like that. just like, come on, man. No. You know, Ooh, and yeah. I, will, I will talk shit out for hours. Talk it out. I yeah. won't just text. Right, right, right. You know, Matt Dwyer is one of the worst of doing that. <laughs> but it's funny. Like Matt will Matt will text you like, like, oh, I'm eating the best steak right now. It's like, really? Like, why are you sharing? You're like uh, bragging. Yeah, what a you jerk. You know, or like, oh, like, and I just did this, or just, and then he'll just like, he'll he'll text you, and you just let him get five in a row off, and just ignore him for a while, See, and but, then maybe get back to it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude, just relax. Yeah. But then that's that's my question to you: is what do you think? What attracts you? Uh, to the to the turd, to the girl that will post shit on social media and you know kind of send these baiting because there is an allure you know, to these people. You know like, what, it is? what is it? Well, what it is 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 a girl that kind of lets you do whatever in a way sexually. Like, oh, no, I don't mean like that. Oh. It sounds like I meant like that, but oh. yes, no, but <laughs> no, but just like I mean, like who doesn't put any any demands on you whatsoever emotionally? And then you're well, it's like you're like we're not dating. We just hang out. Oh, we sleep I together see sometimes. what you're saying. You know, it's like that. There's not really accountability, Ooh. exactly. But then there is, right? You know, Ooh. it's so that's the, the thing. There's not really accountability. Is the there's kind of the uh, the sign, right? Yeah. But then you walk in and it, there's a, all well, kinds. It's, of, it is important to be to be honest with what your intentions are. Right. If two people are just like, yeah. let's just go bone in this hotel room and yeah. then hang out sometime. 
awesome. Yeah. But if one person's like, let's go bone in the hotel room, and the other person's like, yeah. But in their mind, they're like, you're going to be my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, there's not a... You know, totally. That's why... And vice versa. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I know that's how you met and got married. It is. But absolutely. That's why I could <laughs> never... Yeah. I could never um, do that with dudes. I want to... Now, I'd love to just hook up with countless people in hotels. But back then, I was so vul- I'm so vulnerable. Yeah. Shut my fucking face. Yep. So, uh, but Bronger, what that means to me... Uh, you sound like a quintessential oh, you're a quintessential <laughs> comic like you're the comic of the we all have it I'm uh, not saying Tom and I are immune to this of like the we don't want to have real intimate relationships necessarily maybe back then you weren't ready mm-hmm. I know you're in a functioning good relationship sure. now, yeah. but that intimacy was probably like you know what I mean to well here's actually, the thing like throughout ugh. all of my 20s I was a boyfriend all of them. Oh, really? All I didn't of them, know with that. the exception of the of the very end. So um, now that oh, I've been wow. in this relationship for two years, so I'm I'm 31. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, all of my 30s, which are almost over, I've pretty much just been you know a non-committal guy. Yeah, you know, That's and great. it wasn't. Mm, I mean, it, sometimes I, I came very close, and I also wasn't disgusting either. But it was just kind of like it just was never a priority to me. Yeah. You know. Um, there were there were times where I'm just like, let me keep my options open, but mm-hmm. that's a real lonely place to be too. You know, it's yeah, not, yeah. Is it though? I mean, how great is it to just bang Puerto Ricans? And... Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, that's well. I went to school in New York, so I I love oh, Puerto Ricans. Did you hear that? Yeah, Tom? Like, I like the women when he like she likes the men. <laughs> <laughs> you all, see, she's she's always bringing up how much she likes Puerto Ricans. Oh, yeah. you don't have like a race. No, you don't have a one. Nope. I never, I never, never really did too. Like, I mean, I, I used to joke, be like, like, do you know what I'm really into? <laughs> white chicks. <Yeah. laughs> this is the most boring bullshit. Yeah. Wait, but it? you're white. Like, who cares? Because right, yeah. right. the, the, the thing that, the one no, but that there's always, something about them that always gets about them. Like, they just <laughs> know really me. They know who I am. The thing that always, like, <laughs> they get fat like I do. Um, the, uh, the, uh, you know, like a, a nice Midwestern girl with the beer sweats and the gut. <laughs> <laughs> like I, the guy that always it's it's weird. I think a guy can say almost anything and see be like any race. Like yep. oh, I really like black girls. Okay, yep. I really like Puerto Rican girls. But as soon as a white guy is like, you know what? I really like Asians. Right. It's just like uh, you fuck you. Yep. Who cares? Fetish. It's always that. So boring. Yeah, it means such like, a boring fetish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you always you always. Put them in a category immediately. Yeah. You're like, you're that fucking guy. Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. Absolutely. No, I put it in a lot of different races, but I never had like, you know, I'm going after, like, I didn't have a thing for this. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I stuck it in every continent. Right. Didn't right. Matter. Cool. Good. You know? Well, I think when you when you have that kind Great. of fetish, it's it's just gets weird where you go like on an exchange program to a country you don't give a fuck about just because... They're all there, like yeah. whatever you're into. That. Yeah. Wait, do they have schools in Puerto Rico though? No, nah, they don't read. They can't read. <laughs> they can't read. Are you fucking kidding me? Ask they Maria. sing and they rap. That's Maria. <laughs> now Maria's very clear about what they're capable of. There, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's the thankfully now. You worked at a number of right. the last place that I know in New York that you worked at, and Tavern you, on the Green. Well, there was a the lot green. of uh, uh, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans working under you at that one. Was that that? No, one? my God, no. Thankfully, no. Thankfully. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I love. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it 
from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I do. And I, can I just say I listen to this show like all the like. I love There's that. maybe like one other podcast I listen to. Yes. And it's because we're old friends. And yet you guys are, always make me laugh. But it is one of those things where I just love how you've expanded it to your family uh, yeah. and just everything. <laughs> it's it's so good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that, man. Because you don't beat people over the head with it. It's always just this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid and silly. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> That's the main. I love it. But, uh, the best is when people are like, oh, like we meet people like, oh, you have a podcast? Like, what's it about? And we're like, just like teeth. Jeans, Stupid farts, yeah, farts, and my, yeah. My well, it's, it's, it's I, I love shit where you what? try to explain it to your mother, and she's like, "Well, I just wait. What? <laughs> Why are their jeans high? Yeah. Why? Why?" When she did our tight? our you ad know, like, read, it's like, "Come on, it's the best. <laughs> she's the best." Well, I was so I'm so excited. I'll fly them out next year just to do more podcasts with them. Yeah, that would be great if they came yeah. out and we could really dig into part two. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's even more questions now on the table. Of course, there are even more places to go. Of course, there's a lot. <laughs> no, um, no doubt. No did doubt. you now uh, back to the Tony thing? Do you want? Did you want to uh, hear the other uh, racial, the other racial thing yeah, you said? Okay, sure. Yeah, this is this from is so fun. This is an episode where he basically he comes down. I oh, know that's not. Oh, this is a different one. Shit. Is this where Meadows dating? That's the one I wanted to play. I just pulled up his um. His comment to his therapist. His therapist. The therapist. Oh, about, therapist. about life, the nature of life. Um, no, no, no. Here, I'll just play it for you. Why didn't you go? I was jumped by a bunch of Moulinians. They were trying to take my <laughs> shoes. I fought them off, but they cut my fucking head open. A fucking jigaboo, cock-sucking motherfuckers. Okay, forget that. Okay. 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 Forget that. Okay, forget that. You, okay. Oh, I know what so it is. so great. That, uh, there's this... 
one of my favorite, and it's a it's the tiniest vignette ever. And it takes me a minute to tell it, but I was in um, and it's this it's 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 all it's it's like the, the how that how the therapist is just like okay let, let's move on like doesn't call him on it but it's yeah. like being very <laughs> clinical like let's okay yeah. let's move, no matter what you yell at a therapist yeah. you know any racial yes bullshit. and mm-hmm. okay well let's 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 yeah. just keep going let's keep going all right <laughs> yeah. maybe put that aside whatever I was in jury duty with Lorenzo Lamas. Uh-huh. Oh, Renegade. He's funny. And he was dressed uh, like, um, you know, a, a hipster, 30-something. Uh-huh. Like he had the, the flannel, like a Patagonia, mm-hmm. the tight, tight jeans with the cuffs, uh-huh. hair dyed like jet black. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you, Reagan? <laughs> and like, and like <laughs> hair like hair like greased into a, like, into a faux hawk. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And this is like a year ago. When you're like full hawk, oh or, yeah. wow, he's on that. And now. and he's they, you know, we're doing. They're going around the room, going around the court, and going like, "Why can you not?" Oh, this is two years ago because I did my special. Because right. that was my excuse. Like, this is why I can't do jury duty. I'm going to go to New York and shoot a comedy special. Um, but when it came to Lorenzo Lamas, he stands up and goes, "Well, Judge or Your Honor, I uh, I gotta." I, Someone has to take care of my two kids uh, because my bitch from hell ex wife <laughs> and the and the judge who's like a silver haired like cool looking older dude yeah. just goes let's just go with ex wife <laughs> he killed me just yeah. killed me like That's smiling funny, yeah. smiling at him like yeah. didn't flinch at all yeah bitch from hell <laughs> okay let's just go, go with ex wife like- this is my court. <laughs> I'll let you have one, and right. then you're out on your ass, Renegade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I love that shit. He, he was fucking um, hilarious on the what show was that? It was the one where they pretend to be bounty hunters. The, the most recent Joe Schmo, the Joe Schmo show. Yeah, oh, really? So, dude, funny. he was hysterical on yeah, that. He's oh good. man, okay. He so was, I know he was on an Eric Andre show. Was he really? Yeah, they do a thing where the, uh, there's a wheel that like Hannibal spins, mm-hmm. and it'll and it'll land on something ridiculous. That whole thing is ridiculous. And it, like, oh, it's the most ridiculous show ever. And it go. I, they asked me to come in and give notes on it, like to Eric and like his writers. And I'm just like, if you're fucking kidding me. And like I did, I gave him like things here and there. But it's like, what? What did I tell you? He's beating up his own band. What yeah. else can I say? Yeah. But yeah, they spin the thing and it landed on beat up by Lorenzo Lamas. And Lorenzo <laughs> just comes in and starts punching Eric. And then Hannibal's just standing there going, "Get him, get him, get him." <laughs> that's <laughs> rad. It was great. What a perfect show for those guys too. Oh yeah. Right. Like that's the perfect, perfect. Such show weirdos. For such fucking weirdos. Oh, Sarah Burns was on that show twice. Sarah's she been was? a guest on our show. Yeah, I think uh, I think when Enlightened or something. No, no, no. She was on uh, the Drunk History show, and she was promoting that. So she was on oh, cool. a while back, yeah. Um, but that, the the Sopranos thing. Let's just keep it ex-wife. Reminds me. <sighs> well, that, that and also, like, I remember um, uh, Brido, uh, Mike Bridenstine, uh, went to, he went, he went to uh, Grand Torino before I did. Oh my God, and I was like, so "How is?" It? And he's like, "That's the funniest movie I've ever <laughs> yeah, seen." Yeah, <laughs> you're not talking about the the rape or yeah, yeah. the guy yeah. dying at the yeah. end, but just a guy. Yeah. There is something hilarious yeah. about an old racist man. It's the best. Yes, yeah. I I hate racism. I hate how it makes a person of color feel of when they yeah. hear a, a word like that yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Of course, but just a. F- Piece of shit, old guy who's so stuck in his ways <laughs> yep. that he says crazy shit. Yeah, it's you the know, best. It's, it's awful best. to be and around, but if it's on a screen like that, like it's so funny. He is not. That's how Clint Eastwood feels. By the way, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. not yeah. really an that's like secret Clint. He goes. He said he was in an interview and they were talking about like all the language, and he was like, "Well, in my day, he's like, you know, we'd call a Chinaman a Chinaman." Yeah, and, and he's like, and they wouldn't. 
Nobody nobody cried or wrote a letter. Or, well, and, and like, that, I did. know where he's coming from, that blue-collar thing of whatever you are, they call you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what did they call you, Clint? Right. Handsome white guy? Yeah. Right. You know, What's square, your problem with square that? Jawed, square-jawed, handsome wasp? <laughs> but That's I not am. a put-down. I am. You man. know, like he, when he called someone Benny the Jew, yeah. Benny would like kind of roll with it, but it's right. like... You know, Clint, you never had that shit focused on you. Yeah. You don't know what it is. But that's what he's It'd like. It'd be like with me going like, why, why do chicks get mad when I call them cunts and bitches? <laughs> I mean, it's, relax. But I'm with you on that. Right. Come on. Right. I'm and with there's you. no equivalent for white dudes. No. You can't be like, you no. cracker. And it's always old white dudes that are like, I don't know why everyone's so uptight. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, their whole thing is like, this has worked out perfectly. Of why are course. we changing Everything's this? Everything's so sweet. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like Fox News. Yeah, you know, it's just just when when the the power structure starts crumbling a little bit, they act like everyone. See, fucking act the thing is, that. Clint, when you're criticizing, like, what about you? He thinks you're making his point. He's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. it's fucking awesome, right? It's the best. I'm my handsome white guy. What can you like, say? Yeah, what are you gonna do, man? Tall. <laughs> this um, also. Okay, I found it. This is the other clip from The Sopranos. Uh, it's a little racial as well this is like this goes into like you really see tony's point of view it's not as much a this one's more thought out oh okay it's slower it's not just uh you know explosive it's more like oh we see the the philosophy you can see the philosophy being offered images of hyper capitalism he's talking to meadow's friend who she brought home oh yeah that wispy little guy yeah kind of yeah. Nerdy. Willowy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The self-advancement in the era of the studio system. So you guys, um, you, know, you and Meadow, are you... Uh, a little early to say. <laughs> What's your background, Noel? Noah. I'm from Los Angeles, West L.A. I don't know what I mean is... Uh, My family's in the business. I mean, show business. I don't know why they call it the business. Those old Tarzan movies. Uh, my dad's an entertainment lawyer. Oh. <laughs> uh, what, I, what I mean is, like, we're Italian. Oh, my dad is Jewish and my mother's family is African-American. Tannenbaum, right. But on your application to Columbia, you didn't check Jewish, did you? No, they can't ask about religious affiliation. All right, right, of course. What'd you check? African-American. So we do understand each other here. You're uh, too <laughs> Excuse me? There it is. Uh, charcoal briquette, a moulignon. What's your problem? I think you know what my problem is. You see, your little friend up there, she didn't do you any favors bringing you into this house. Now, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. We'll get to that later. See, I got business associates who are black, and they don't want my son with their daughters, and I don't want their sons with mine. Fuck you. See, that's the kind of thing I'm hoping to avoid. So when my little girl comes down the stairs, you're going to say how nice it was to meet me. Then you're going to go drop her off at school and you're going to say goodbye. Come on, if you want to see the Garden State. Burn dropped by Hunters. I want to meet Nella. Then we'll be back to pick up my laundry. Later, Dad. Wow. Okay, I was a, I thought it was a different guy than that one. Okay, okay. I didn't know it was the the the, the mixed guy. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh boy. Oh my god. Charcoal <laughs> briquette. Charcoal briquette was completely uncalled for. <laughs> Not that that whole yeah. fucking That's monologue one. wasn't uncalled for. <laughs> right. But charcoal, come on. That's one I was not expecting. Yeah. Oh here. man, charcoal briquette, and I love the um, uh, the like the kid who's obviously so innocent. It's like looking like what? Oh, yeah. And then he goes, uh, "She didn't do you any favors bringing you into this house." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. 
Oh my and god! He, and in his mind, he's like, "Look, I'm taking some of the pressure off you. Right? You right. didn't break in right. like your people usually. <laughs> right. would. Exactly. She brought you in here. Exactly. You're one of the nice ones. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, oh my yeah. god! I was expecting to see you with a TV in your hands. <laughs> it's nice that you don't have one. Oh my god! My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets uh, you know to this show's credit too i mean this was when did this show come out like bef- i don't know around 9 11 yeah like this came out before 2000. then because they yeah it was uh there is a kind of a pre and post it was late yeah. it was late 90s yeah yeah so political correctness that that ship was still sailing a lot in our society and people were so afraid like the african-american you never have a main character talk like that n- no never no never. and yeah. which was so crazy yeah. charcoal i Think, oh, sorry, no, no, it just goes to show that there's still truth to this character. This still exists in society. No doubt. And truth, everybody knows when they hear it, and you don't, you don't fucking hate the guy. You're like, well, he's, that's how, he's stupid. Who the cares? thing that fucking drove me crazy was when Glenn Beck was like declaring racism over and was like, you know, <laughs> everyone likes Michael Jordan. Case closed. And it's like, <laughs> great it's argument. Like, you oh, know what shit. I mean? Yeah, it was just like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. That's so stupid. That's you know? retarded. Uh, it, it just, it, people just think it's a thing of the past. It's like, no, it's alive and well. Yeah. yeah. Alive and well. Still going. You know? You don't have to really even go that far to know that it's alive and well. Yeah. No, you don't. No. It's everywhere. Well, and, it, and, and it's, again, back to like the Clint Eastwood thing, like the white Dudes are always going to be like, I think it's gone because <laughs> I'm cool with them now. Yeah, it's always it's always white people that I'm declare. fine with the charcoal briquettes now. Yeah, yeah. 
it's only white people that declare the end of racism. Always. It's yeah. seldom yeah. black people. Seldom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> white people let you know about everything. They also let you know. Church. <laughs> they let you know when you cross the line. Oh, yeah. About like, when, uh, for me, like oh, at sure. shows, any joke that I've ever done about race that has offended somebody, sure. mm-hmm. it's offended a white person for the other person. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they also do that. They're, they're worried. Like, that was out of line. Yeah. Like, the amount of. Okay. You know, if you have a, a one, if you have one black person in the audience, and someone makes a joke referring to black people, all heads will turn. Yeah, to that poor guy. Yeah, yeah, or woman. You know. Yeah. Are you laughing? Then I'll laugh. Yeah. It's just like, don't look at me. Yeah. Like, stop. You know? And I've had the um, the Mexican <laughs> or black person <laughs> like give me the uh, the whole like hug, high five, and like they're like that shit was hilarious. Sure. As the white person was like, that shit was out of line. Yeah. Like, I'm like but shouldn't he be offended? Well, he doesn't yes. know, he's too dumb to know to be, to oh, be offended. God, yeah. It's just, right. Because like, yeah. isn't that patronizing? Of course. Yeah. Like, this yeah. dumb black fucking charcoal briquette doesn't know like, what yeah. you just said. <laughs> it's a social police. And it's like, yeah. and the thing is, if, if, I, if, if someone says something racist, like, I'm offended for me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, hey, yeah. it fucking sucks that yeah. you're around. If you're going to say shit. Bow, 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 We're going to take note. Yeah. Right? And it, it makes me think how, like, the... I remember when supposedly, like, the mob guys all love the Godfather movies. Mm-hmm. They love right, them. Right. Yeah. Because when stuff happens, it's, it's a, there's a beautiful song playing. Mm-hmm. It's about honor. It's a man, men of honor. Right. You know, when they're all fucking thieves and murder. You know, it's like, it's like they, uh, uh, there's a great line in this book. Uh, I think it's called The Gang That Wouldn't Shoot Straight. It's one of the funniest books written about mob guys ever. And it's by a New York Italian guy. And like the one line in there was like, the, the New York Mafia who's never done anything besides sell drugs, has blah, blah, blah. Like, nah. he just said that. Mm-hmm. Who are, they're, basically, they're all about selling drugs. Because, like, they're always like, we would never. Yeah. But they, they do. You yeah. know, like... Drugs, is, we stay away from the drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the, the thing is, when Goodfellas came out, they all hated Goodfellas. Really? Because it's so raw. Yeah. And I feel like even Goodfellas is stylized mm-hmm. to a degree. Sure. And they must hate The Sopranos. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Like, really? Yeah, because the um, I I saw an interview one time with one of these guys who said the uh, thing about the Godfather was the Godfather let people know like like how to act. They're like, oh, we should. There's a code. Well, no, but like just even but like dress, act like we sh- we should actually emulate what we're seeing in this movie. Yeah, oh, like this right. this is a behavioral thing we can do. Yeah, so guys actually took things from the movie. Guys who were already mobsters, right? You know? But yeah, this the Sopranos guys and, and guys in, in Goodfellas are more like authentic human behavior, and they're all pieces of shit. Well, they're parasites. Yeah. They're horrible. Yeah, well, they're, they're scum. It's just rem- yeah. it's just, well, you talk about it's, sociopaths. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, like, it's much more romanticized than the Godfather. You're, yeah, you know, unless you're yeah. a sociopath yeah. in that yeah, world, really. But, biggest uh, sociopath of all. You could fucking try me, fatso. <laughs> oh, the best. Yeah. That's so funny. But the good thing about. The good thing about the mob, at least in the Sopranos mob, is that they they seldom fuck with people that aren't in the mob culture. Like that, maybe like well, but every there's now extortion on every yes. kind of, of small business. Co- yes. You know, yeah. I mean that's basically robbery. Totally. You know, but that's only in the old neighborhood. That's your fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. right. Pal. You you pay. Fuck you. Pay me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing that I always say is like, I, anytime I ever played like a connected joint, I always got paid to the penny. Yeah. Every time. 
You know, because like, and when you're starting out, it's like fifty bucks, and you do it, and they're like, ah, uh, so uh, I know he said fifty, here's thirty five, like, and you can't do anything. Yeah, you know, to them it'd be an insult. Yes, to themselves, like, right. am I short of this guy? Yeah, am I a piece of shit? Yeah, you know, yeah, that greengrocer whose head I swole up from kicking him, he gave up the money. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they're they're it's unbelievable. It's pure but who, capitalism. But who is what they it is. kill, they usually murder each other. Yeah. I'm saying it's seldom that like the baker. It is guy interesting to look at murdered. it as just sure. It is um like a microcosm of, of capitalism, right? Oh, like it's, it's completely well I'm uh yeah. um Francis Ford Coppola refused to even make The Godfather unless it was made as an allegory to capitalism. That's yeah. what that movie's about. Yeah. It's pure capitalism. Mm. And I remember because uh, what's his name? Uh Kid stays in the picture. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he uh, Clark, uh, he, no. he basically got uh, Martin Scorsese brought him in, and the studio heads were like, because he just was like this unknown director. He's like, I'm not going to do it unless it's about capitalism. And they're like, No one knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. This is the biggest book of the year. Yeah. Like that book was huge. Yep. By Mario Puzo, and it was just they were just like you know like who who's this fucking guy yeah. you know, but he got it. He did. Made it. Made it. Eternal classics, yeah, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Did you, um, speaking of books, you've been keeping up on that Shia LaBeouf story? That was, and it's like part of me feels like, like, oh, I feel weird reading about all the tweets that people do, yeah, but they're so entertaining, yeah, yeah. Patton Oswalt just shoving it up that guy's ass, yeah, was so great because I mean, this is what the third time he's been. Busted, red-handed plagiar- plagiarizing. This is a new level of plagiarism. Wait, so tell people what happened. Yeah, why don't we give people? Oh the yeah, let's the background. Yeah. So what happened was, um, is it Leboeuf? Leboeuf? Uh, I'd say Leboeuf. Yeah, Leboeuf. Shy Leboeuf, the actor you know from tons of Transformers, and he's been in uh, countless movies. Um, directed a short film that actually played at Cannes and maybe Sundance last year. I don't know how it took this long, but. Basically, the film has you know spread around. It's like it's a short film. It's like ten, twelve minute long film. Yeah. It stars Jim Gaffigan, and oh. it basically is about uh, it's, it's from the point of view of this critic. The guy's a critic. Mm-hmm. The um, the story, you know, the film got seen by some people, and then it came to people's attention that it is directly lifted yeah. dialogue word for word oh, in wow. like. A number of scenes in a short film, so basically the entire film, um, are lifted from uh, a comic. It's a graphic novel. A graphic that came novel. Out in 2007. And the guy's name is Cows, right? Oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. Close? Is it Close? Is, he, is it Daniel Close? Yes. Oh, oh for real? Close? The guy yes. that makes fucking eight ball? Yes. That's, isn't that the guy? Is Daniel Close, yeah, wrote. Yes, yeah, I like Daniel. Oh school. yeah, I didn't realize it was him. Are you yes. fucking serious? Yes. He's huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an eight ball guy. So the guy. Wow. That's yes. nerve, dude. That guy's huge. Yes, it's close. It's Daniel Close. Yeah. He just took his story. Wow. And then made a short film about it. Never did the whole pro I mean, for people that don't know, you know, you adapt somebody's work right there's paperwork involved there's a check involved yeah yeah um there's the 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 author gives permission to for you to adapt it and then it also gets compensated yeah none of this took place no wow. and then leboeuf started um apologizing via twitter very vaguely 
I wouldn't yes. even really call it a. He just basically right. like for people that inferred that I wasn't giving enough credit or like uh, saying, yeah, you I know, like it, it, like putting it on uh, you, like yes. just worming his way out somehow, and then he wrote two of those, and then just wrote one that said I fucked up. Yes, you know, um, oh, and but and it's like he, it's like, he, well, how'd you fuck up, man? Did you fuck up by doing a bad thing or fuck up by right. people finding out? Uh, you know, just like, so you uh, know, in the Dr. Phil book, he addresses that people that don't yeah. take responsibility. Guess what, Shia? You're a fucking psycho. Well, it's, here's here's some more backstory about when you, you start to suspect somebody's um, pattern. This is like pathological. Yeah. He, was gonna, he was in a play, a Broadway show uh, that he was supposed to do with Alec Baldwin a few years ago. And, yeah. and they ended up not being able to work together. And they cited like... Just are, you know, we're having creative differences. That's the thing, right? Alec was saying some funny things. Yeah. Alec Baldwin is endlessly entertaining. Yeah, he's him. so Super great. Yeah. 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 He's probably just a asshole. <laughs> right. But yeah. like, so man, I'm, I'm such yeah. a fan. I never need to meet him. Yeah. 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 It's, just, it's just entertaining. Yeah. Well, anyways, when this came about, it was, you know, it was big news, you're big stars, and why didn't this work out? LaBeouf wrote a, like, I don't know, posted an open letter, or no, it was emails that he was exchanging they became public, and one of them that he wrote was about like becoming a man. A man does this. A man, a man does, does it. that. It's all it's all sentences, and he lifted it verbatim from an, an <gasps> old Esquire, Esquire yes uh, issue. So then wow. he got kind of you know everyone was like, "That's weird that you didn't cite it. You just passed it off as your own, which is plagiarism, right?" Yeah. So then on this thing, he this is what LeBouf said about this: copying isn't particularly creative work. Being inspired by someone else's idea to produce something new and different is creative work. Mm. In my excitement and naivete as an amateur filmmaker, I got lost in the creative process and neglected to follow proper accreditation. I'm embarrassed I failed to credit Daniel Klaus for his original graphic novella, Justin M. DeMemo, which served as my inspiration. I was truly moved by his piece of work, and I knew that it would make a poignant and relevant short. I apologize to all who assumed I wrote it. I deeply regret the manner in which the events have unfolded. Assumed I wrote it. Yes, I have great respect for his work. It turns out um, there may be, it says, a deeper artistic intention behind this whole thing, seeing as LeBouf also seems to have plagiarized his apology again. <laughs> <laughs> as this is written by somebody else. Um, so the question becomes, you know, what... What is going on in this yeah. guy's... Is it just a serial thing he does? Yeah. yeah. And you know? guess what? He's going to do it again. Yeah. He's the, he doesn't to, have remorse. To me, it, you know what it reminds me of? It, I think it's one of those things where people that are in the public eye sometimes have to justify why they're there. When mm. a lot of the times is you just got a huge break mm-hmm. yeah. and some people like you or something's there mm-hmm. and you... It's like, yeah, but I'm also this. And you're like, mm, not really. You don't right. have like, cause to I've, I've been around... You know, you guys both have great senses of humor. You've probably been around people that don't get why you're so funny and they're not. Right. Have you ever been around that guy? Sure, sure. You know, for me, it's usually been like a, a cool guy actor in L.A. Uh-huh. Who's like, you know, like or a musician. Uh-huh. And like you're you're cracking jokes, making people laugh in a social setting. And they kind of look at you like an alien. They're like, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're, you're funny. Yeah. You're fucking right. funny, man. Right. Wow. Okay. Okay. Like right. they take it as a threat. Right. Yes. And you're like... You kind of want to be like, yeah, man, I am. Yeah, yeah. you're not. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like not yeah. to be a dick, but sure. it's like, yeah, yeah. you do other things. Just right. be happy with that. There's a piano over there. I'm no fucking wild. I don't room. have yeah. a square jaw, and I would never pass for a surfer in a movie ever. Right. You got that nailed. Yeah. Washboard abs. Right. Sure. You know. Yeah. But it, it is. It is one of those things where they. It's this. I remember 
uh, Eric Price, who I used to be on Mad TV with, mm-hmm. was doing this this I guess horrific web series he was telling me about, and he was on with this dude who was like you know decent looking guy, but just not funny. And the mm. director was just like you know like it was lazy production. So like, why don't you guys just improv? Mm. And so they would practice improving. They like whatever and. Everything that Eric like said in the practice, this dude said on camera. Oh. And Eric's like, "Hey man, what are you doing?" And he's like, "What man? What was? I mean, it's collaborative. We perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what this dude's doing. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's out there. I mean, who Somebody really did owns that. art? Someone did that to you. Um, Which one? When you went on a TV show. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, a television show. What television show? Uh, one that you and I have both been on, not at the same time, not on the same panel, but it rhymes with Melcy Mately. Ah, uh, I was on that show today. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did. A, I did a, one of my very first times on that show, and they have you run your jokes with a producer in your dressing room. Yeah? That's right. And the, like one of the first few times I did it, so I'm running my jokes, and you know, you get the approval, whatever the FCC will pass on this. Sure, sure, sure. And I go to panel or whatever, the round table, and one of my guests has just used the jokes that I was running because his dressing room was right across from mine. Whoa. And used verbatim Ugh. the stuff so that's that when I... That's she started shutting the and door. And I shut the door ever since then. Shit. Yep, I shut the door so nobody could hear. That's And you know what that is, too? Uh, entitlement, and that's what yeah. Shia LaBeouf has. Yeah. LaBeouf. Yeah, and that's... A, a sense that I can do whatever I want. I don't care. I don't have to... Uh, well, it's also that it's, it's, I can people. do whatever I want, and also, like, I have to be more than um, a really <clears throat> overcompensated actor. Yeah. I'm also... I, I'm an artist. Because he's yes. entitled. I'm a, I'm a creative person. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's like, put it this way, any one of us are on... Uh, a, doing a late night set, right? Mm-hmm. In, front of an, in front of a studio audience... We're eating shit, okay? We're not doing well at all. A joke pops in your head from a, another comedian that you know yes. will just crush. Yes. yes. None of us would say it. Right. We would take the beating. Take the beating, yeah. And, and walk off. But you because, know Because I could not live with myself. Right. Neither could you guys. And that's the opposite of like what Shy is doing right. stretched out over a career. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm not all of it, but like in and various points where he's like, shit, I got nothing. Why don't I just take this? I gotta give him something. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all know comedians too who would not take the beating. Plenty. Yes. <laughs> Plenty. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was that. There was oh, yeah. that uh, comedian. Huh. I don't even remember who it was, but was on with um, back in uh, when John Roy won Star Search, mm-hmm. and the the he won Star Search. He won serious? Star Search. Oh John God. Roy did. Yeah. They, wow. It, they, they sent him into space, and the the orbital heat fried the hair off his head and body. <laughs> That's Jeez. why he has no hair. <laughs> so he won it with so her. Terrible. It's so, so funny. Terrible. I like. No, but that. I mean, that's the thing. Like Roy is one of those guys who just destroys. Yeah. Because yeah. back in Chicago, he would do the same jokes over and over and over until they were razor sharp, and we never did that. And that's why he was always playing clubs, and we were still in bars. You know. Oh right. Yeah. So when he got to Star Church, he was like, "Fuck, I got amazing jokes yep. that I I've tested in front of every kind of person." Yep. Hello, America. So. But the person he was, it was down to him and this other comedian, and she was just doing everybody's jokes, doing all these jokes, anyone else's jokes, and she got called on it, and her answer was like, "It's Star Search, not Original Joke Search." <laughs> like literally, that's how this person looked. It's like, really? No, you're crazy. That that is insane. It's insane. That's totally insane. Well, we have a problem on this show with uh, people like you said who have to be talented at everything. Sure. Like just do you do what you're good at, Shyla, 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 <laughs> Shiloh. Uh, so somebody sent us 
uh, a celebrity band. I don't know if do you want to pull this one up. Oh, sure. Um, some we played a lot of celebrity music. You know, we like to to to. It's perfect because it, it, we like such to, a perfect the guy who's like, I'm not comfortable just being a movie star. Yeah. I gotta share my. Other I gotta talents. sing. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we played. We played Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yes, say. no, I've heard the Bruce Willis one. Yes, oh, uh, we also life. played. Um, what is, the, what is the, the animals in the farm noise? Oh, yeah. The <laughs> oink, oink, oink. Like, what? Yeah. This guy does anything. Anything. One of my favorites, and yeah. I, gave, I gave my girlfriend uh, a framed copy of uh, Don Johnson's album, Heartbeat. Oh, uh, I like that song. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. I'm looking for a heart. Oh, if you wow, can find it, find online. Because like, I, I think I saw this on TV or something. It's like footage. <laughs> His, him and just in the studio kicking it on like yes. the Sunset Strip yeah. at the height of Don Johnson fame, hanging out with guys from all these different heavy metal bands and stuff and rock bands, and they're like writing songs. And the guy, like the guitar guy, is like, "Why don't you put like instead of like, baby, don't go, baby, don't go?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, like up, like don't, like don't go, yeah." And it's and there's a part where he's in the vocal booth, probably fucked up, and he's like, he's got there's pantyhose on the microphone. Right, and Don right, Johnson's like, right. I don't know who's who's pantyhose are these. I don't know. Oh yes, I do. Yes, I do know. It's like, oh, you're so gross, so gross. Because I fucked her. I'm Don Johnson. <laughs> he was I, the biggest. I, but I loved him growing up. Of course, well, everyone did. Oh my god, I wanted to. Oh yeah. Your money don't mean much to me. Bad cadence. That's the way it's got to be. Right. That's the best way it's got to be. Everybody Here it comes. Yeah. In this video, he is uh, basically saving the third world. He's a photographer. He's like saving kids. He like, throws a kid over this thing before an explosion goes off. Right. And then right. he's back on a, a space stage for this right. part. Heartbeat. Looking for a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Were, were people convinced that, like, he's a really good musician? I don't know. No. no. He had the one song, and that's it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. But he was so famous that we kind of yeah. let this we let this happen. Oh, yeah. America was like, all right, Don Johnson. That's well, this is the, this is the era of just cocaine and anything goes, man. Right. right. Just so much blow. Like, supposedly, the way Miami Vice got sold <laughs> is, like, two, like, execs or a producer and exec were having dinner or drinks and the one guy the guy pitching the show we both we've all pitched shows here yeah we know fucking wrenching how fun that is and hard (laughs) this dude wrote on a cocktail napkin mtv cops and slid it across the other guy wow fuck you pay me mtv cops that's it you want to do another rail (laughs) you want to have the bathroom do a bump high five (laughs) that is cocaine thinking i how about every time you hear? I want to get to the level where my pitches are down to like a few words. Yes. And yeah, like, you like that shit. Not like they're like, give us now, give us like more storylines. Tell us more. I want it to be like, no, no. I'm going to say five words, and then you tell me you're into it or not. That's it. Yeah. That's why uh, you need a prop. You need the cocktail napkin effect right. of like, here's something for tangible. And because right. that's what they always need is something to see and touch. Maybe that's what you need is like a prop. Yeah. I think if you, know? you have like flash paper, uh-huh. just write, write some, <laughs> yeah, just write something on there like, like 
Just write, uh, you know, donkey dick Pinocchio right. and just light it on fire Bam. and it's whoosh, As gone. they see it. And like, oh. fuck, did I see that? Like, did you? Yeah, did you? You tell me, man. <laughs> Clock's ticking. Yeah. You know my agent's number. I'm a Actually, the, he's sitting right over there. He, he's out there in the yeah. lobby. We're going to go share a joint. <laughs> you let us know. You let us know. But I'm going to say it right now. If, if, you, if you don't want it, don't leave this fucking room, dog. Don't harsh my mellow. <laughs> Don't make it harsh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love you. You have, you have to hit a certain level of juice, but once you have it, you can be like, "Here's a five sentence pitch. Tell me if you like it." Man, and here they they people wonder, and this is how one of the things it's taken me to get to like adulthood in the sh- in the biz to recognize how you know they flip it. So when a star gets a huge ask asking price, everyone kind of hates them. Yeah, they're kind of like. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah, you know, and it's just like with athletes too. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, is the owner of a uh, of the uh, of the Yankees going to hit those home runs? No, right. He's not. Right. No one pays. Like, where should that money go? To this person or mm-hmm. to the guy that owns it? You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. I agree. It should be spread out more, but you know, it's like because you get so fucked as you're coming up through yeah. the ranks. So people fucked. pull so much shit on you mm-hmm. that when you get that that oh, thing where you can wait. just hang the fuck up I can't on people. Wait. I got so many people on my you know? list. Ugh. That's, that's the fantasy. The that's fantasy that. to me is when when they won't even matter. Oh yeah, yeah. I won't even too. want revenge anymore. Right. And I don't really have like a list. I have like yeah. two or three I people. Do. I know. Who. That, yeah, yeah. Me Who's too. But it. like, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where like that's I think that's probably the best thing about getting like oh. twenty million a picture. I'll give fifteen of it away. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't care. But as long as I get that money sure. from you, yep. right? You know that. <laughs> so great. Um, before we move on to this, though, can I please hear? Yes, this the is other my guilty pleasure. No, no, there's not oh. Russell Crowe. Oh. If you could look this one up, I actually liked this as a kid. I sure. hate to admit it. Eddie Murphy recorded a song. He's back. With he recorded music a couple albums. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. the one song that I liked as a kid was. Uh, my girl wants to party all the time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Did you Produced like by one? Rick James. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's Rick James, the one who song. says she likes to party <laughs> all the time. Rick James is the one who makes the song creepy. Oh, it's so good. I love it. The video when he was in the sound booth. This is too. his focus now. Is music? No, hundred percent. Yeah. I hear this song, I get happy. No I matter where I go. Like, there's only a couple songs that I hear. I'm like, hey, yeah, all right. It's so. Uh, Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm just going to record this song right now. Rick looks crazy as shit in the video. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. blonde hair. I coked out of his mind. Oh, yeah. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just listen to that music. Like, it's sinister. Oh, it's so like, this is... Put your headphones on. Oh, we're going to do this. Rick's drumming with his dick in one part. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. After all of the things I've done to you. All right. So good. There it is. Diamonds on your fingers. <laughs> Easy, Rick. Rick's basically like, you know what that means, right? You got to blow me on camera. I put a diamond on your finger. Party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time. Not bad. Nah. And Eddie Murphy uh, has been sober his whole life. What? So he's, you know, he's probably just like, fuck. 
you're going to have another beer? She's like, yeah, I'm having two beers. <laughs> she likes to party all the time. <laughs> no, Eddie, that's not partying all the time. Was, is he really clean, this whole Eddie? You know, yeah, because his dad was an alcoholic. Oh, wow. You hear those jokes? Like, yes. I-S-P-D-T-C. Eddie Murphy was the funniest human being. Oh, yeah. Hands down. You know, but the thing, this is what he really wanted to do. Yeah, always. Always. Biggest Elvis fan in the world. Really? Has an Elvis room in his house with, like, real Elvis guitars. He just wanted to be a big pop star. You know who else does? The guy that invented Full House, that created Full House. Oh, yeah? He also lives in the Sharon Tate murder house. He bought it on Cielo Drive. Jesus. Changed it, tore it down, and built it, and he has a shrine to Elvis in his house. Too. Got a good deal on the land. What do you mean to do, pal? It, you got a de- he did. He got uh, a discount on Murder Land. That's oh, why man. he bought it. Yeah. Uh-uh. Crazy. I don't Crazy. want that land. Yeah, me no neither. Thanks. Fuck that. You want to hear what Eddie does now? Like what? Not what he does now, but like his uh, uh, his he, jam he's got right a good now. Voice. Yeah, he yeah. can. He, he, can, he can, he's a good singer. Yeah, I didn't mind that. This is his uh, his current thing. So what he's going to do, by the way, is. He's going to go on tour now. You know, everybody's like talking about, like, we do stand-up again. Well, he's going to hook people into going to these shows to see him uh, do his music now because oh, he's no. like, I mean, it's going to be everything. Oh, like, gonna, boy. It's going to be oh, funny no. shit, music. So you're going to see him with a mic. You know, I'm sure he'll have some funny shit to say. That's tough. But it's to see. It's it's for his music. Like, he's he's all about his music. So his song now, this is one of his, the, his hit now is called Red Light. No, That's stop Eddie. it already. Yeah, this he's, is terrible. He's doing reggae now. No, no, no. This is ter- oh. It's a little UB40 ish. It's a little just average reggae ish. Just- he looks, he's got a black, like, wrap thing over yeah. the head so you can't see hair. It's really weird looking. I don't whatever. He's Eddie Murphy. Not terrible. It's not terrible. No, he can carry a tune. Not, He's a good singer. Yeah. But this, I hear this, all I think is, welcome to Sandals Bar. Yeah. Right, yeah. An all-inclusive resort. Definitely. Everything a paid for. Yeah. The thing that's weird is to sing a tune with an accent. Yeah. To fit that genre. Exactly. That's weird as shit. It's real weird. He can do it. But it's still weird. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. sing. Do you, you know, what? You I just singing? figured out why this bothers me so much. When uh, someone who's well known for acting decides they must be a singer or must be, right. I think what it is is that it's so hard to have success in showbiz. Absolutely, it's really. And if you're blessed yeah. enough to have a comedic persona or an acting thing that people love, like you're beloved as a comedian, you've made it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like he's going, ah, fuck that. And fuck the people that have supported me. I'm going to go do this thing here. Like, no, no, no. It's It would be as if Larry the Cable Guy was like, you know what? I'm just going to put some sleeves on my shirt and tell jokes about politics. Like, no, no, no. We love you for this. Right. right. Just do this, man. That's well, all you got to do. Just get it done. You're just, go- to get- <laughs> right? just get it done. Just, yeah. just do get what you all do. Of that done. Well, get all of that done. You do that so well. Yeah. Oh, Why be- are you fucking How with fun it? would that be to go to a Larry the Cable Guy show and be like, get all of it done. <laughs> <laughs> get it all, all done. It. And people start correcting you. No. <laughs> hey, pal. Hey, hey my, partner. Hey, 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 buddy. You saying that wrong, man. Saying what wrong? <laughs> what do you get her? Get her? Get who get done? Who? That sounds disgusting. Her? Get her done? What if it's a guy? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, so you're, this is one of your other favorite ones here. This is, uh, we haven't played this yet. 
This is uh, Russell doing his thing. Okay. I haven't heard this um, really. I, I would say a mighty fine actor. So I don't know if you need to yeah. step out of that arena. Because you, you kind of got that locked down. He, he is Crow. a spectacular actor, yeah. but just known as a world-class douche. Yes. Yeah. I've you heard, know, I've heard he likes to fight and drink. That's the, his thing. Well, the character of... Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder is is basically based on him. <laughs> is it really the guy that's, that's who just that's like I this is I inhabit characters to a level you can't imagine and is him. Yeah, well that's why he's Australian. Yeah, when a guy starts ripping on uh, on Crocodile Dundee and he's like, I'm as natural national treasure man. Cut out. <laughs> that's really funny. So yeah. that's actually a, a dig at Russell Crowe. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much. Yes, I will say yes. It's yeah. like I mean, wow, that's such a fun. I love that movie. Oh, it's hilarious. So funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the uh, the other thing? Oh, yeah, he you know he threw a phone at like a concierge in a hotel one time. Yeah, uh, when he couldn't get like the long distance to work, and he like smashed a phone over a guy's face. Yeah. Jesus. Um, the thing that he <laughs> do you know Joe Mandy? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know him. We've talked about it many times because I love his Twitter feed. Yeah, sure. So what his he is he's known for the ironic retweet as oh, yeah. well. And one that he would do all the time until he got blocked by him was he would retweet Russell's workouts because Russell yeah, he, posts, he posts everything he, he posts, does that he, day. He workouts. No. And then um, he was one time he asked him, he was like, so like, how, how far do you like swim? And he's like, if you're serious. And said, like, I'll tell you, it was like 100 kilometers. And then I do that. Like, he lists like carrying sandbags, mm. bicycling. I cycled, lifted this. Like, why are you telling everybody what you? Yeah, think? it's so weird. It's so <laughs> weird. Here he is. Kilometers. What a fake. This is a uh, sail those sail those same oceans. Okay. Okay. In parentheses, windy bridges. Windy bridges. Sailors coming home again. From over the ocean He's been away so long He's forgotten his name Left it in a heart somewhere I see I see the inspiration coming over. I see how mesmerized you are by what did you want to say something? I love it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to figure out, it's it's real countryish, uh-huh. it's real country westernish. The the lyrics are really bad. Yeah, I mean, and it's not, yeah, and the singing's not good. No, it, I mean, it's, it's not really my bag. Yeah, it's something I could see someone being like, "Oh, good song, this is cool," you know, like. But can I say but, my theory on why this happens? And can I the- can I also say probably somebody while we were rocking out to party all the time I was know. like, "That song's a piece of shit." Of course, stop of it. course, of stop course. it. Of yes. course. And listen. Sucks. It's not up there with In My Life by the Beatles, right. but no. it's yes. a fun, stupid song. But it's number two behind it. Yeah, obviously that's the second best song. Yeah, second best. <laughs> um, I think a big part of this is really that when you are, as, I mean, like, you know, we get surrounded sometimes by people who are like, you know, they, like somebody who's just a big fan of yours, and whether it be yeah. like uh, a friend, a fan, or somebody that you work with, like you're, you know, and you're so funny, you're so great, and you hear that. Yeah. But we can't wrap our heads around being, you know, Russell Crowe level or Eddie Murphy. No, how many yes men are oh, like yeah, whatever anything oh, yeah. you it's, say it's, it's, is it's gold? The reason Elvis like died of food and pills all everyone oh, around. Yeah, him. you got it, E. Yeah, a you know the Memphis Mafia. Yeah, all his yes men, his entourage. Sure. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, uh. George Cooney was just talking about how in his Esquire article about how Russell Crowe was like 
a, a super douche to him and he called him on it and Russell like apologized but it was a kind of a shitty apology but more to the point he talked about how he was around uh, Leonardo DiCaprio at one point mm-hmm. and Leonardo was like I hear you guys have a I hear you have a, you have a team you got a basketball team and oh, Cody's yes. like you know this story. I've heard about this yes yeah, tell, and, he's, tell and, and, and he's like yeah and uh, Leonardo's like you want to play sometime and he's like sure and Leonardo's like well I mean we're pretty we're pretty serious we're pretty <laughs> and Cody's like oh yeah like kind of smiling at him like alright and they show up, and all the guys at Leo are like, they're all like fucking, you know, douchey club kids. They're like, you know. and they're like thir- 28, 25. <laughs> yeah, 30. they're yelling at George, like, like oh, uh, one guy's like, oh, I kicked your ass at the Chelsea Piers court or whatever. And he's like, I played there once and I won. So you lost if you played me. Yeah. And then they're all running plays, like Leonardo's like teams running like, like figure eights. Yeah. And Cooney's buddy's like, we're going to kill these guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're clowns. And, they beat him. Cooney's team beat him eleven zero, eleven zero, eleven zero. Yeah, they didn't get one, one point. point. Yeah, not one. And he, his point was, I think he's just surrounded by guys that never say no to him. Oh, right. Yes, and he's yeah. like, I am surrounded by guys that definitely will. Yeah, you know, real friends, real friends. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, I mean, I can't imagine how you, you. I think all through your twenties, you'd be like, fuck, it's such a great life. Yeah. But then you get a little older and be like, this sucks. Yeah. All these guys are terrible. Or like, you know, I, I have no perspective. Yeah. You know? I think that's like what Justin Bieber's going through. Probably more than anyone in the world. Right in the now. world. Yeah. Maybe in the world ever. Yeah. Yeah. It probably, it's insane at his level. And it yeah. started so young with him. I God, mean, starting yeah. as a child and then hearing you're fantastic, then going into an adulthood. The funny oh, thing God. that I look at, just like as a little indication of his level of fame, is um, when he tweets something, I'll, I go to, I, I see... How many times it's retweeted? Yeah, it's just funny to see. Like, he'll oh, be it's like, hilarious. He'll be like, "Really want some water right now?" <laughs> and then you go to it, and it's like twenty eight thousand retweets. Yep, that's like okay, okay, wow, yeah, for water. Do you know what this Russell Crowe sounds like? It, it just sounds like a really good karaoke night. Like if that guy got up in a bar, you'd be like, "That's a not a bad karaoke." Disrespectful song. <laughs> and not true. I'll give you more. It's not bad for karaoke. No, I agree with that. She took it away. But it's it's by no means a Oh. There comes a time. I just that amazing lyric was just completed. He's been out of the ocean so long he forgot his name, told it to a stranger. She took it away. Oh. She took his name. Usually a man does that to a woman hmm. when he marries her. Right. This woman God, you're good at this. His thing was he told it to a stranger. Yeah. He fucked up. Wow. What's your wow. name? Clive. Not anymore. <gasps> wow. Shit. You where took my whole name? It just hit me. You're so good at this stuff. Where can people see you in Montreal doing uh, the Ain't No Half Step? Oh, I don't even <laughs> Is know. Is that still up? I think so. Yeah. If you probably Google Montreal oh. hip hop karaoke bronger, it'll probably come up. That's so great. <laughs> I get, uh, we've talked about it on the show. I've had people just come up to the street and be like, hey, I saw you in the thing. Really? Yeah. So it's, it was so like, great. wow, thanks. That was no the most... way they expected you to be that good when you, when you were like, I'll do this, right? They were like, okay. The. Uh, my manager went to Robbie Pravs, one of the one of the guys who bookers at Just for Laughs. I was like, "Hey, I heard Hannibal's doing that show. You know, Matt's friends with Hannibal, and Matt was in a rap group in college." And Robbie was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Mm-hmm. It's like he was, and it's like, and that was like a song I I I've loved since I was twelve or thirteen. Sure. So I was just like, "All right, I'll be the I'll be the old guy." But it's, it was like, it was like there were people that were super serious about it, but there were people that were like just fun. Mm-hmm. But everybody was good. That was yeah. the rad thing. Oh, that's cool. You know, cool. like yeah. people, like a couple, like uh, the young bucks from Just for La- from the or for New Faces, mm-hmm. 
all like three black dudes from from New York. They did a uh, uh, Dead Wrong by Biggie, which were one of the most like offensive songs ever. But yeah, they crushed it. And, yeah, like, yeah. You know, this girl did that Macklemore. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. but she did the whole thing exactly, which I was like, that's really impressive. That's a hard song to do. But yeah, and did uh, Hannibal do one too, or no? Did he, he <laughs> Hannibal did the one bad one. He he did a I'm a hustler, baby. Oh, that's Just hard want to you to do. know. Well, he did that, and then like halfway through, gave it. Was like, all right, that's, don't be like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Yeah, you know. But he just hosted. He brought people up and shit. That's but, funny, man. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. uh if you wanted more. Falling in love is part of the plan. Okay. Then you can stay away tonight. Thinking up a dozen things. It's a bummer. Bummed out. Yeah. All right. We went from party all the time to Sad like Russell. bummer crow. Yeah. yeah bummer fun, crow. Fun Russell. Jeez. We don't, anyone, we don't want... No more of that, Russ. I would I would love his music no matter what it was if his band was just called Fun Russell. Yeah. You know? Fun Russell would be a great And he's band. like serious on stage. It's <laughs> really uh, funny. Oh my with God. Fun Russell. You are. That's, um, yeah. <laughs> well, look, um, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope you had a uh, wonderful Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful New Year's. If you're in the Portland area, make sure you go tonight to see Matt Bronger, Ian Carmel, Ron Funches at the Mission. At the Mission, yeah. At the Mission. Uh, follow Matt Bronger on Twitter, at Bronger, just last name, right? Yep. Correct. And um, Christine and I will be in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight through the 31st. Uh, so come celebrate New Year's with us, or if you can't, any of those other nights will do, the D.C. Improv. Follow Christina at Christina P. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Tom Segura. Oh. And um, that's that. You got your site? You know? Oh, yeah. Christina Comedy. It's new. We just revamped it. Yeah, that's Little cool. exciting new photographs, nice. new colors. Yeah. Cool. It's kind of a mommy thing. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking right now we should eat something, but I'm afraid of shitting because we had a pretty brown afternoon. Very brown at the house. We both had a shower after taking. I'm probably going to brown right after this. I'm not really? Right really? Now? Okay. Probably just to be, just out of solidarity. Do you want a shower too? <laughs> I don't need to. No, I'm cool with the shower. Okay. okay <laughs> I don't cool. want to, you know, cross the boundaries. You know what I mean? It's um, like meeting Alec Baldwin. Same thing. You know what I mean? Boundaries. I just like to enjoy him from afar. You can. I enjoy you guys and your showered <laughs> bodies from afar. I want you to be able to shower here whenever you want. Ah, oh, you're sweet. <laughs> well, when you guys come back to your old hood, yeah. you can shower anytime you want to. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, thanks man. It's good seeing you. I'm so good to see you too. I love the show. And it was. It was. I was glad you guys were able to fit me in before the fucking end of the awesome. Year. Yeah, super. We're so happy you're here. Oh, you're the best. Um, we love you, buddy. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Have a great uh, rest of your year. Bye, jeans. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye guys.